Joining us right now to talk a bit about that is Sangamon County Administrator Brian McFadden here with the WMAY Morning News Feed. Brian, thanks for taking time this morning. And uh, I guess, you know, tell us what's going on here and how this is going to be enforced and what's the uh, the thinking behind moving forward with these mitigations impacting bars and restaurants. Sure. Uh, appreciate the opportunity. So as I think everybody knows back it was November 1st, the governor placed our region, including our county, into enhanced uh, Tier 1 mitigation. <clears throat> and at that point in time, actually a couple of days before that period of time, uh, we were meeting with our, our medical advisors and uh, attorneys and so on to discuss about uh, the governor's mitigation plan. And as we've done from day one, <clears throat> we've always looked, anytime we've had to make a decision or we've had to to address something, we've always done uh, kind of a three three pronged analysis. We've looked at the medical analysis, we looked at the legal analysis, and we looked at the economic analysis. And at that point in time, back then, um, you know, the the medical analysis is, from our medical advisors was we need to do something. Uh, we need to do some sort of mitigation. Maybe not what the governor was talking about, but we need to do something. The legal analysis was that the the orders that the governor put out are not enforceable. However, we can adopt our own orders if we want to do, and we've done that in the past. Um, so we did the legal analysis, and we did the economic analysis, which is we really wanted to try to get an opportunity to to allow restaurants and bars to continue to serve inside, kind of do this test period where we can do enhanced mitigation, not what the what necessarily what the governor was talking about, more of a phased-in approach, and try to keep indoor dining and indoor service going. So we launched into that uh, <clears throat> middle of last week. Uh, and, and the goal we set at that time, the metrics we set, the metrics the doctors set, and, and I will tell you, our medical advisors were willing to give this a shot. They weren't super thrilled about it, but they were willing to give this a shot. But was if the, if the three-day rolling uh, positivity rate exceeded 12%, or if our uh, hospital capacity uh, hit 20%, we were going to stop the experiment and go ahead and enforce through our own orders the governor's, uh, essentially the governor's mitigation plan, which the main difference is the, the uh, stopping of the indoor uh, service. So that's what uh, was signed yesterday. I believe the city's going to do, the mayor's going to sign similar orders today. So, you know, the, the dynamics change, and our medical advisors will tell you that that positivity rate is a leading indicator of hospitalization, which is a leading indicator of deaths, and they just felt very strongly that we needed to step in and do something in this critical time between Halloween and Thanksgiving, where we have a window, they believe that we can do something that has an impact. And that's also been our approach from day one, is we try to focus where we think we can have an impact. And, you know, that changes as well. Back in the spring and early summer, it was congregate settings, primarily nursing homes. Now uh, the, the focus is on uh, restaurants and bars. I got I to gotta say, I mean, looking at uh, the document that I got from Sangamon County uh, directly, it showed that uh, there were only two bars on that list of 44 outbreaks. Most of them were congregate settings and, you know, uh, those types of uh, facilities. But how do you square that up with the thousands of employees who are out there right now? Uh, their uh, employers who are like, you know what, I'm going to have to lay people off. I can't be doing this. Uh, they feel like they're being singled out when there's not one restaurant that's had an outbreak, according to the county records. So the data you're looking at is outbreak data. That's data that's compiled by the state under their classification of what is an outbreak, which I think you mentioned before has shifted somewhat. It used to it be has, a two yeah. related cases, uh, two epi related cases. Uh, it's an outbreak. Uh, now it's five or more. Right. And 
you know, to explain that, uh, I'll use an example of our, our county jail. You know, it's on that list, and there's a number, I think, two next to it. We've had more than two cases in the jail. We've, we've had probably a dozen or so that have tested positive, but only two can be connected to each other. The others, they don't work the same shift. They don't socialize, whatever it might be. Uh, so those two can be connected and therefore became an outbreak. The data that our doctors asked for back, uh, you know, around November 1st when the governor was moving forward with his mitigation was the, the source of data from the contact tracing. So we, we uh, use the state system. It's called Salesforce. We input through contact tracing into that, the data into that, and we're able to pull out of that data sources of where people self-report. So, you know, we could talk about contact tracing for days, the, 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 the issues. <laughs> Maybe with we should, uh, because yeah, apparently I, I, it's like uh, you know about one in one in, uh, of every two people aren't being uh, traced right now, statewide at least. Well, there's a lot of yeah. We're, we're going into contact tracing, but the contact tracing program is totally voluntarily driven. Yeah. And I will tell you, a lot of people that we contact, uh, a it's taken a while for the 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 positives to show up in our system. Uh, you mentioned Representative Butler. I don't know if he's even still shown up in Sangamon County system. He's sitting in somebody's Even as a positive case. Yeah, he told me that he even doesn't as even think case. as a positive case he's been added to the numbers. So you, you get tested. You can get tested tons of places now. We don't have control over that. It goes in the, the labs are required to report that to the state a certain period of time. It gets dropped into the Salesforce system, and then we pick it up and start the contact tracing. And in some cases, that can take days and days and days for it to show up in the system. In Tim's case, it's still I don't think it's still shown up. But anyway... Then you get a call, you know, and again, the the goal is to have a timely call, but you get a call and, and Salesforce has a standard 40 to 45 questions that are in a drop down menu. And wh- one of those is, where have you been? And, you know, this, you know, we don't drag people into the basement of the county building, put them in a dark room and shine a light in their face and say, where the hell you been? You know, it's voluntarily based. And, and a lot of people say, I don't remember. I don't know. Were you in a bar restaurant? I don't remember. Were you at a social event? Now, maybe they're being evasive. Maybe they're being honest. I don't know. But most uh, most of the data is incomplete, but the data we have, we're able to pull out, and that's what we shared with our medical advisors, and we'll be glad to share with anybody else, is shows that of the places that people say they believe they came in contact with a positive case, uh, our data shows from our source contact tracing that about 9% of those say they were in a restaurant or bar. Uh, there's but also others that but, are high but up isn't the there, But isn't there a higher burden of proof when it comes to, you know, impacting the livelihoods of thousands of people and business owners? Shouldn't there be a higher burden of proof uh, to to pinpoint particular areas and say, all right, you've you've had outbreaks here, you've had exposure here, we're closing you down, instead of taking that blanket approach? So, yeah, that the, the source data is not the only thing taken into account. Again, we meet with our medical advisors, and their belief is we should focus on places where we can have an impact. And right now you're seeing that really in two fronts. One is the indoor dining, and the other is requiring mandatory masks for everybody. And I think that's what the the mayor is going to enforce. And right now I think it's just retail, but I think he's going to enforce it for any public uh, area in the city of Springfield. Uh, it's questionable whether that can be done in other areas of the county because of just how the authorities that the city of Springfield has versus what the county may have or, or another village or so. So it's not the only effect, but what the doctors will tell you is the, the places that, that pop on that list as sources uh, where people say they come into contact, they believe they came into contact with it, is uh, hospitals and medical providers, it's schools, and it's uh, it's restaurants and bars. And unfortunately, the way the state system set up is you cannot separate out a restaurant or a bar. They get lumped together and, and you know, in the the debriefing of this, whenever that's going to be, uh, I think that the data collection data 
analysis needs to be a big part of that, not just the, the medical uh, review of what's been done. So they believe, and I think you guys have reported this as well, that, you know, the inherent act of, of taking, having to take your mask off to eat right. and to drink and the fact that you're in with other people Let's indoors yeah. puts you at a, at a bigger risk than just uh, if, if everybody complies with wearing a mask in Lowe's or Menards and you're just walking by each other and you're staying six feet apart from each other in line, they feel that that is an area that restaurants and bars is an area that, that they think they can focus on. And, and you know, I, I got to tell you, I, I'm sure it's going to sound hollow, but I sympathize these business owners, we gave it a shot. You know, a week ago, uh, we were a bunch of uh, capitalist pigs who only cared about the bottom line of businesses and putting profits in restaurants and bars pockets, and we didn't give a damn about public health. Today, we're Nazis. We're putting our boots on people's throats, and we don't care about business, and we don't care about putting out people out of business. And the truth is, it's neither, neither one of those, obviously. And we're just trying to go through this process. And again, we've always looked at through the legal aspect, the medical aspect, the economic aspect. That's what's guide us. And, we, and when it comes to the medical aspect, we've had those medical advisors who are state and national leaders in infectious disease helping us to make those decisions. Sangamon County Administrator Brian McFadden, we're woefully late for news. I greatly appreciate you taking time. We'll have to talk again soon, all right?